Dateline, August 30th, 2009. What, hey, what, hang on a minute. Hey, oh. hey, hey, oh. hey, stop, stop. Cut, cut. Who is that? What the heck was that, dude? I don't know. Hey, let's start again and do it properly, would you? Okay, here we go. Dateline, August 30th, 2009. Well, good day, folks. It's Steve Fisher. I think this is the Australia Desk Report. Granted, uh, was that you at the start of that? Uh, no, it wasn't me, mate. I thought it was you. Must have been an impostore. Oh, Keb Mal, eh? <laughs> I wish I understood what you just said. <laughs> How bad. <laughs> How bad. How are you, folks? This is the Australia Desk Report for episode 63 for the Airplane Geeks podcast. And, truth, uh, mate. Let's let's get let's get it going right. Yeah. Truth, crikey. We can do this accent better than that other guy can. Uh, I don't know who that was, but mm, don't know if they'll be allowed back for that one. <laughs> okay, folks, we got a few stories here this week. We've got some Qantas news and some Virgin Blue news to report on. Uh, Grant, let's uh, do the first one here. It's talking about Qantas taking delivery of their fourth A380 Airbus this week. That's correct. Also known as the Whale Jet, the Beluga occasionally, and the Dugong around many, the uh, Qantas have just taken their fourth A380 to be named Fergus McMaster in honour of one of the airline's founders and its first chairman, joining the previous three A380s of Nancy Bird Walton, uh, Hudson Fish, and Paul McGuinness. This one is going to be joining them on the flights between uh, Los Angeles and Australia and London and Australia. Now, I'm going to give you a quote here, Grant and Crocky. I hope they don't ever name an aircraft after this gentleman with all due respect because his uh, title is so long it probably wouldn't fit on one aircraft Qantas Airways Senior Executive Vice President the Americas and the Pacific Mr. Wally R. Mariani AM said wow The addition of this aircraft to the fleet would see the A380 services increase at Los Angeles and London beginning September 7th. Dude, I've got to say, I think that little piece of his title and name and everything is probably taking up half the article. (laughs) Yeah, just as well. Makes it a nice long article, doesn't it? There you go. I'd hate to see his business card. He's saying that their A380 services, uh, which commenced in October of 2008 at LAX have been incredibly popular with customers and the aircraft has generated extremely positive passenger feedback. Uh, the only problem that I've got with Qantas in their A380 is that they charge a premium to uh, ride on that aircraft if you want to fly over to LA on a uh, regular run-of-the-mill boring old Boeing 747-400. Uh, it doesn't cost you quite so much as if you fly on the A380. Well, somebody's got to pay for that plastic somehow. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's also saying that their fifth and sixth A380s are also due for delivery by the end of this year. And uh, after that, they're going to provide customers with daily A380 services from Los Angeles and London to Sydney uh, and increase the Los Angeles-Melbourne services from two to three per week. Well, uh, we you won't see them because you're not up at 7.30. No, I don't see anything at 7.30 except the back of my eyelids. And while we're talking about Qantas and uh, their aircraft procurement program they're not very happy grant about uh, the delays in the boeing 787 dreamliner project no uh, here we've been saying well hey guys you don't have to pay until you get it but of course it's uh, it's pushing back their plans to introduce a very well what's supposed to be a very economical aircraft and uh yeah alan joyce the ceo of Qantas, uh, has expressed frustration at the latest delay in the boeing 787 dreamliner but believes the airline is covered by its decision to lease up to five additional airbus a330 200s for jet star and guess which newspaper and who wrote this one i i I wouldn't know it wouldn't be steve creddy would it at the australian i think we're going to subtitle our reports each week the steve creddy report anyway that's just that's just for you dan (laughs) there you go 
Uh, makes you wonder about Jet, or not so much Jetstar, but the Qantas Group grant. Uh, I'm pretty sure was it last year or maybe earlier this year they mothballed a few of their 767s, um, no doubt in preparation for the arrival of the 787s, which now aren't coming for a little while. Yeah, well, the 767s were getting older to make and more difficult to maintain and costing more per seat mile to fly them. So it, uh, that's why leasing a few A330s will help because uh, they, they have generally lower costs. Yeah, interesting to see that... Uh, Boeing's delay is is Airbus's win because yet another A330 flying with the Qantas group. They they seem to be more upset about the fact that it's the aircraft uh, not coming to uh, the low cost carrier offshoot Jetstar. I think uh, those Airbus that they're leasing are actually going to Jetstar by the looks of things there. So yeah, well the, the 787 uh, aircraft are primarily going to start with Jetstar when Qantas gets them. So now they have to reshuffle their plans dramatically because their first deliveries aren't really likely to start until the end of 2010 for anyone, let alone for Qantas. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to me to, to see the, the ever-increasing uh, prominence of the Jetstar brand in the Qantas group. They really seem to be pushing a lot more work pushing a lot more marketing effort towards the low-cost offshoot. That's probably a sign of the times, I guess. Indeed, because people are voting with their pocketbooks and uh, they're able to provide the service at way less base cost because of the different uh, agreements they have with the unions. They're working under a different AOC and different union agreements, so the pilots and crew get paid less than they would if they were flying under the Qantas brand. And one more article here on Qantas, uh, Grant. Not Maybe not so much directly related to Qantas, but uh, somebody who was... Uh, trying to work for them as an engineer when in fact he wasn't a, was not an engineer indeed this story broke a while ago about a uh, a person who was discovered to not actually be an engineer he was working as you said working as a Qantas engineer he was uh, signing off a number of aircraft safety inspections after maintenance and so on and he had faked all his history he had faked a lot of it and no one had caught him on it uh, he actually worked between 2006 and 2007 uh, was picked up they uh, finally discovered he was a fake and this is the fun part uh, his sentence that had already been applied has actually been extended because according to this article in ABC News he's had his jail sentence extended for providing fake character references how good is this he turns up to uh, turns up to the trial with fake information and then he's doing his uh, character references and he's got even more fakes the guy's pathological and moving away from Qantas now Grant and moving across to their main rival Virgin Blue uh, Virgin Blue is telling uh, the financial community that this financial year they expect to break even after last year making a loss it says Virgin Blue expects to break even this financial year after posting an expected full year net loss for the previous financial year of $160 million yeah that's basically the saying last financial year which ended uh, June 30th uh, was, a, was a real disaster but they reckon this financial year that we're currently in will be much better yeah and of course Grant, they had a few big expenses the last financial year, like, oh, I don't know, starting an extra airline and buying some Boeing 777 aircraft. So, uh, Yep, yep, and uh, being delayed by these various strikes at the Boeing line last year that uh, prevented them from having their 777s in time for the Christmas holiday travel. So it says here that revenue across the Virgin Group was up 12.8% to $2.64 billion, but their yields fell 5.3%, and operating expenses at the same time jumped 22% to $2.67 billion as the airline launched its long-haul carrier via Australia and expanded its fleet. And that's everything we have for you on the Australia Desk Report this week, folks. Uh, Grant, did we work out who that was at the start of the thing? Maybe it was Rob Mark. Yeah, I don't know. It uh, was doing a pretty good voice throw if it was Rob. Yeah, no, I think it would have started, if it was Rob, it probably would have started with something like, where's my money? <laughs> Show me the money. Show me the money. It, 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 trust me, it's coming. The check's in the mail. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> Till next week, folks, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers.